Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Align Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Schmidt, a life and plant-based health coach, mindset mentor, and yoga instructor, and I help women feel happier, healthier, and more fulfilled by teaching them to manage their minds and practice better self-care. And today's episode is a bonus episode, and it's on my law of attraction stories. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Align Wellness Podcast. So I have had um, this in my podcast folder for a long time to share with you all. Um, And so I'm sharing with you my birth stories and they're also my law of attraction stories. I want to start off by telling you what the law of attraction is in case you do not know. I get assuming that everybody kind of knows what the law of attraction is but I know that it's maybe not something that is universal that everybody knows and um, so we'll just start off by sharing about that and then I will tell you about um, my birth stories and how they are my law of attraction stories. So the law of attraction is essentially you know very simplified like attracts like and so everything in our universe is energy whether it's, you know, an emotion or something physical and hard like your phone that you're listening to this episode on. So it's all energy. It can all be broken down into energy, tiny particles moving around, okay? And so different things have different energy, energies and and different vibrations. And so if everything is energy and if we think about emotions and how certain emotions have a certain frequency or vibration or um, energy to them, um, like, you know, the feeling of joy is a high vibe feeling. And the feeling of frustration is lower and you can feel that physically in your body I hope if you think about those two emotions right now and you practice feeling them so you can practice feeling emotions by thinking thoughts that will produce those emotions so if you think about something that would bring you joy and you keep thinking that thought um, and it and um, more thoughts will attach to that thought you will um eventually get to the emotion of joy you'll you'll feel that in your body and the same thing you can always you know practice how it feels to feel frustration you can think about an event in your past or um, something that could happen in the future that would cause you to feel anger or frustration or whatever emotion um, negative feeling emotion we're talking about and um, you know Brooke Castillo even talks about trying on emotions and seeing how different emotions feel to just understand that emotions can be felt in the body and that we might want to practice these emotions so that we're comfortable feeling them and that we understand that the best thing or the worst thing that can happen to us is that we'll feel an emotion. And I think this is a really interesting thing. I don't want to go too far off of topic or track today but it is a really interesting com, uh, concept to understand that if we think about you know we we don't want to do something because we could fail well 
it's a feeling of failure that would be the worst thing that could happen to us or a feeling of fear or a feeling of um, anger or whatever like the worst thing that can happen to us grief sadness whatever that's the worst thing that can happen to us is a an emotion is a feeling and you know also the best thing that could happen to us is a feeling so when you when you know that and you're not afraid to feel any emotion that there can be then you truly can become unstoppable and you can you can go out and do anything in your life that you want because you know that the worst thing that can happen to you is a feeling so you're not so scared of trying something new because you know if you fail the worst thing that can happen to you is a is a feeling or if you know maybe you'll be humiliated maybe you'll be embarrassed maybe whatever um that would be the worst thing that can happen to you and if you're if you're able to handle that then you will essentially live a life that many people are not willing to take that risk on and a lot of people say you know it's a lot less crowded when you go the extra mile so when you understand that it's okay if you're feeling uncomfortable and experiencing an emotion that's that doesn't necessarily feel that good and that is the worst thing that can happen to you is a thought and a feeling um then then you've you've got it case and you can accomplish anything in life that is that you want to to accomplish but we're not gonna go too far off track um today because i do want to um get through this um, these these next few stories that I have for you guys about the law of attraction and so like attracts like so when you put something out there into the universe with a thought and an emotion um, you're going to it's magnetic and something else is going to be pulled towards you because of that so um, that is my very basic definition for you today and when I I'm telling these stories, I'm going to be kind of saying terminology that's not exactly entirely correct. So I'm going to be telling you about like me using the law of attraction when really you don't, you don't use the law of attraction any more than you use gravity. Like it's just, it's always there. It's always present. So you don't wake up in the morning and think to yourself like, I'm going to use gravity today. Um, it's just, you just wake up and go, right? You just wake up and walk. Um, and the same is true with the law of attraction. You don't have to wake up and think, hmm, am I going to use the law of attraction today? Because it's a universal law that's always working. So whether or not you're aware of it, it's working. And it's very beneficial to be aware of it so that you can create a life that you love to live rather than feeling like a victim in your own life. So let's get into these stories. Okay, so these are my birth stories. And this is when I was very conscious about the law of attraction and what I would be creating. So I'm not really using the law of attraction, but this is how... Um, these are my stories about me being conscious about it, I guess, is what you could say. So when I was growing up, my mom, she had Wayne Dyer books in the house. She read Wayne Dyer, um, Dr. Wayne Dyer. And she also had the book, The Secret, which is probably many people's first introduction into the law of attraction, which it was my first introduction into it. 
And so I read that book. I read Wayne Dyer. I read. I uh, watched the the Secret DVD, and that was when I first kind of found out about the Law of Attraction. And I would have been a teenager at the time, and I remember being super interested by it, but I wasn't really consciously applying those principles of using the Law of Attraction, which isn't the right way to say it, but I'm going to just say that. Um, to my life when I was a teenager. So it wasn't really until I found out that I was pregnant with Lennon that I was conscious about my thoughts in this way. So when I found out I was pregnant with Lennon, I got crystal clear on what I wanted to happen for my labor and delivery. And it was an obsession. I was literally obsessed. I thought about it all the time. I thought exactly what I wanted to happen. I read other women's birth stories about exactly what I would want to happen for me. And if it was a birth story about something that I didn't want to experience, I would not read that birth story or, you know, consume that information. So I was obsessed. And what I wanted was, you know, to labor at home. I wanted to go to the hospital and be seven centimeters dilated because I felt like at that point I wouldn't um, really even have the option to have an epidural, which I didn't want to have an epidural. I wanted to have um, a medication-free delivery. And so that was what I wanted. I wanted to have um, a baby in the daytime and without an epidural and I think that was everything so that's kind of what I and I wanted it to be a very fast labor so those were my things so it was July 2nd and my due date was June 30th and I remember waking up July 2nd um, in the morning and just feeling super frustrated because I wasn't having any wasn't having any contractions I didn't feel like I was going to go into labor that day And I remember thinking, like, if I was going to have the baby that day, I would probably be feeling something by now. Um, You know, first time mom, I didn't know how fast it could be or anything like that. So I remember feeling a little bit frustrated that um, I wasn't feeling anything because I was very much ready (laughs) to have this baby. And so we had an appointment scheduled for acupuncture at I think 11 o'clock or 10 30 or something that day that morning so we went to that and it was a 30 minute appointment and I felt nothing um the whole appointment and then after I was done he said um you will likely you know start to have some contractions as the day goes on and this will kind of hopefully help bring on labor for you So I was excited, I was hopeful, I was like, okay, great, awesome. So right after that appointment, we went to the grocery store, we just were going to pick up a few quick things, and then head home for lunch. So it was about 11.30, and we like just got into the grocery store, and I remember thinking like, I'm pretty sure that my water just broke, so it wasn't like it was in the movies, if you're a mom and have had your water break on you then you you maybe know this at least my experience was not like a rushing of water or anything like that but I just remember thinking okay I'm pretty sure that my water just broke so I didn't say anything until we got back into the vehicle and then we were driving home and I was like okay I 
pretty sure that my water broke in the store, so don't hit bumps on the way home. So we got home and I was maybe just starting to have some really light contractions. Um, I sat on the ball, we kind of had lunch and then just got ourselves a little bit organized and started packing up a few things that needed to be added to our hospital bag. Um, I called my parents and I was like, okay, I think we're, uh, we're going to get head to the hospital now. My water broke and, um, we'll let you know what they say and how far along I am because I don't want you guys to have to come to the hospital if I'm not even close. Like, I don't know. I'm feeling okay right now. So I don't really think that it's going to be super quick. And so this was maybe at about 1230 or one. And so we we packed up our stuff. My contractions started to get more intense at around like two o'clock. We headed to the hospital. We we got there. They checked me. Maybe it was two thirty by this point, um, and I was seven centimeters dilated. So I was so excited because that's exactly what I wanted. I wanted to labor as much as I could at home, and I wanted to be seven centimeters when I got to the hospital. And I remember thinking to myself, like, oh my goodness, I'm seven centimeters. That's exactly what I wanted. And then I got a sense of panic, and I was like, I think I'm going to need an epidural. And so I didn't get one, but I remember feeling really nervous just not knowing how long it could still be, how much more intense it could get, and all of those things that, you know, you worry about when you're in labor. And so I was checked and pretty quickly after I felt like I was going to have the baby and I was like, my doctor wasn't even there yet, but I was like, I feel like I need to push. And they, the nurses were like, well, we just checked you, but we can check you again if you want. And so they did. And they were like, yeah, you are 10 centimeters. You, you're ready to have this baby. So we got into the delivery room. Um, my doctor came, you know, rushing in and I had Lennon at 3.36 in the afternoon on July 2nd, on that same day. So like from the span of about 11.30 a.m. when my water broke and then she was born by 3.36 p.m. So it was super quick um, for a first time mom and, and super quick in general and I know that that was because that is what I placed my focus on throughout my entire pregnancy with Lennon. Like I was obsessed with thinking about exactly what I wanted to create. And it was fun and exciting for me. It wasn't like a stress. It wasn't like a drag. It wasn't like, um, you know, I didn't have any built up um, resistance around it because it was my ex my first experience with having uh, a baby, with going through delivery. So I think that that also helped without having resistance around it. Because when you have been wanting something for a long time and you haven't created it yet in your life, you can build up resistance around it, which can sometimes make it harder to manifest into your own life. So just an FYI. Okay, so that was my experience with Lennon. And so then with my second daughter, Lincoln, they were, they're 16 months apart. So when Lennon was like seven months, we found out we were pregnant with Lincoln. And I remember thinking, you know, same thing throughout her whole pregnancy. 
I want this labor to go fast. I want basically the exact same situation that I had with Lennon. Um, I just don't want to have this baby in the middle of the night. And that's what I kept thinking. Like, I want the same thing. I just don't want to have this baby in the middle of the night. And so if you're familiar with the law of attraction, then you know exactly what I created. <laughs> so I, of course, went into labor in the middle of the night. So it was November 7th at like 9.30 p.m. I had just gone to bed and then instantly, you know, woke up. I must have just, just drifted off to sleep and then I woke up and, and I thought to myself, like, I'm pretty sure that my water just broke. So we called my sister and she came to stay with Lennon while we went to the hospital. So she got there at about 10 o'clock. It was probably 10.30 by the time we got to the hospital. And, um, you know, got to the hospital. I don't even remember how many centimeters I was, but it was very quick. I probably would have been around the seven centimeter mark at that point. And I had Lincoln at 12.08 a.m. on November 8th. So I always laugh about that story because I, you know, I got exactly what I wanted. I got exactly what I thought about. I had the same experience and I had the baby in the middle of the night, which is, you know, the, the law of attraction is an inclusion-based law. It's a, we live in an inclusion-based universe, which means that you get what you are thinking about and, and with like whatever has strong emotion behind it. So if you're constantly thinking to yourself things like, I don't want to be sick, I don't want to feel sore, I don't want this, or I don't want that, that is what you're going to continue seeing in your life because it's an inclusion base. And that's what you're thinking about and you're placing strong emotion with those thoughts. And that's pulling that into your existence and into your reality. And so you have to think about the positive of what it is you want and not the lack of something in your life. And I've talked about this on different podcast episodes and different videos that you need to be focusing your attention on what it is that you want and not the lack of it in your life. And it's not easy to place your focus onto something that isn't necessarily there in your life right now. But we are human beings who have the ability to place our focus on things that aren't necessarily right in front of us. And we need to use that ability when it comes to creating, consciously creating our life that we love to live. So I'll, my third part of the story, of course, is my third daughter, Mila. And so she was born 22 months after Lincoln, um, you know, with her pregnancy, we found out we were pregnant and kind of like I almost expected it to be the same situation as it was for my first two daughters because it that's how it was for the first two. So I kind of just expected that everything would go the same way quick, um, you know, without an epidural and um, and those are the things that I wanted. So I kind of just expected that would be my situation. And so Mila was born on September 14th and her due date was September 11th. I went in to see my midwife. We had a mid midwife with Mila. I went in to see my midwife on September 11th. I was not dilated. I was not progressed at all um, by the 11th. I went in again maybe another time 
in between there and then again on the 14th and on the 14th in the morning I was not dilated at all and I felt so frustrated because Lyndon's days off were kind of ticking along and I was uncomfortable and I was just I was ready to have this baby you know what it's like when you're 40 plus weeks and you're just ready to have the baby so my midwife was like, okay, well, I'm going to give you some verbena if you want to try it. You can try it. It's an, essential, it's an oil from Germany, I believe, that she said will like basically help bring on labor. So I was all for it. I was ready to try anything. So we went home that day on September 14th, and I made up this little concoction took this verbena, it was about 4.30, um, and I wasn't feeling anything for a while, but I called my mom and I said, okay, so I took this verbena, and, um, and if um, she was going to stay with Lennon and Lincoln, if I was to go into labor. So she said, okay, I'll come in in a little bit, and then that way, if you do go into labor, like I'm at least already there, and if nothing happens, then at least I can just be there and help you with the girls for bedtime, and then I can go home if you don't need me. So I was like, okay, sounds good. So she got there at about um, probably 5.30, and I remember kind of thinking like, crap, like I'm not really feeling that much of anything, like a little bit of contractions, but it wasn't pretty intense or anything like that. Um, so I was a little bit frustrated because I had had two um, false alarms with Mila's pregnancy. We um, were building a house and moved in that time at the like very end of my pregnancy. So we moved into our new house on September 1st and she was born on September 14th. So it was um, in that time frame, like I was painting and moving and doing things that, you know, you shouldn't necessarily do at 38 weeks pregnant. Um, and so I had some false alarms with Mila. So at this point, I was thinking, like, I just hope that these contractions actually turn into something real and that we can, you know, go to the hospital. So that was about 5.30 she got there. It was just kind of light. I just sat around and just relaxed for a little bit. And then at about... Six o'clock, they started to pick up, and by 6.30, I was like, okay, I think we need to get to the hospital, and I was feeling a little bit more urgent, like I could tell that they were the real deal. So we left the house at 6.30, and it's, we, um, at this point, we lived 40-ish minutes from the, from the hospital, so we drove into the city, at left, leaving at 6.30, we got there at about I don't know, 7.15-ish, and as soon as we got to the hospital, I was like, I just, I need to get into the bath, so we, my midwife got the bath ready, I got in, and I had Mila by 7.36, so from, you know, the time I left at 6.30, she was born by 7.36, and, you know, same thing, no epidural, I didn't get even checked when we got to the hospital because I like they didn't need to check me. I knew I was going to have this baby. And so all three of the girls, um, same situations. I thought about what it was that I wanted and that is what I created. Minus the fact with Lincoln that I thought I didn't want to have this baby in the middle of the night. And then of course that's what I created. But 
with these stories, what I wanted the purpose of this episode to be is just like it's a it's a Wednesday bonus episode. I wanted it to be kind of light and fun. I know I always really loved hearing people's birth stories. Um, and so I hope that you enjoyed this. I hope that you also enjoyed this from the law of attraction standpoint because I think it's really fun to hear other people's law of attraction stories and what they have created in their own life. So if you enjoyed this episode, I would love to hear your feedback. You can always send me a personal message on Instagram or Facebook. Also, make sure you get inside of my new Facebook group, which the link is in the show notes. So every Tuesday, we have a weekly show inside of the group that you'll definitely want to be a part of. It talks, you know, topics ranging from fulfillment to energy to mindset and all of that good stuff. So definitely get inside of the group. The link is below. And thanks so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it and we will talk again soon. Take care, everyone. 